Haunted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, here to talk all things coasters, theme parks, and even more, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hey, and welcome back to the Twisted Travelers Podcast. As always, I am Chris, and I am joined by my co-host, Jack. Jack, how you doing, sir? I am doing good, uh, and I'm going to do it now because it's happy belated birthday to Chris, so happy birthday. Yep, that did happen. I am now 18, so He's an adult, you. folks. Yay, but I am doing good. How are you? I am doing okay. <laughs> Just uh, okay? Well, I mean, I wasn't feeling the best yesterday, but, you know, hey, I, I'm here. I think I think that will be worth it in the end, but we'll tell the people about that later. Yeah, that's all good. So. But, yeah, so here we are. Yep, kicking it off. As always, we got to shout out those lovely, lovely people that make this possible. Our patrons, they are Bryant, Graham, Grant, Jaden, and Mark. Thank you all so much for your support. And if you want to help pay for this show and help make it possible and get some cool perks, which you're going to get some cool perks here starting in a couple weeks, join. The link is in the description, or you can just go straight to patreon.com slash twisted travelers. Yes, uh, obviously you don't have to, but we really appreciate it. If you do, all the money comes back to the show and you get your cool perks. So if you're interested, link in the description. Join the Patreon. But yeah, so um, a real quick announcement before we get into that, and that is next week is a special episode. First, it will be our, uh, well, 50th episode. But also, it's going to be GP Challenge Part 2. Last season, we had GP Challenge Part 1. Jack and Mazden won. Um, Next week, we'll see if I can get my revenge. But yeah, GP Challenge Part 2 is coming for the season. Yeah, so uh, look, looking forward to that. I know we've got some really mean questions lined up that I can't wait to see how they answer. And also, we're shaking it up. There's going to be some new additions to the game. So, mm-hmm. All right. So for this week, we have a pretty normal-sized news. We've got some updated uh, trip stuff because Cedar Point. We have new ride of the week. And then we have some listener questions, including a second half that is based off of one of your questions. So shout out to all of you guys in the Discord. If you have questions for us, join the Discord. Link in description. Every week we ask for your questions. So yeah, we appreciate it when you uh, give us topics like that. But uh, mm-hmm. let's let's hop into some news, I guess. Yeah, so this week, like you said, we got a fair amount of news. But the first big thing that Chris and I are really like wondering about this is more of a we're going to talk about if it's happening and that's Jersey Devil has is testing and there was a commercial that got leaked that apparently said opening May 2021 okay well it's May we're going in June so that makes me think there's a chance yeah there's a chance um the commercial, I mean, it, it could have been earlier on and they just forgot to change it or something. But yeah, so it said opening May 2021, although today uh, is May 25th. When this gets released, it'll be the 26th. So I don't think it's actually opening in May. But this does give me hope for, uh, I'd say realistically, probably late June would be the safest bet. 
but I would not be super surprised if we get it earlier to mid June. Um, and that's, I mean, I, I might be mm-hmm. a little biased with that because I want it to open then so I can write Same. it, but uh, I've already, so yeah. the way six flags does there, if they do a membership previews, like they do for a lot of their rides, it usually starts diamond elite, then diamond, then, uh, uh, platinum or whatever it is in gold. I have a platinum membership and if it is open to like the membership of, I'm not opposed to having to upgrade my membership just so mm-hmm. I can ride Jersey Devil. Yeah, um, I, if that's I hope there's a passholder preview. I, I, I hope that we have at least at minimum passholder preview by then. Although if we don't, it's not going to surprise me. But yeah, it is testing. Good chance uh, it does open at least by late June, and also it threw a dummy from it. So. Yes, it did throw a dummy. So anyone who was saying yeah, it's not going to be as tense as the original Raptors. I don't remember one of them throwing a dummy when it was testing, so... Well, we'll see. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. But, yeah, Jersey Devil should be ready very soon, which makes me excited, and I know it makes you excited as well. Hopefully, we'll get to ride it, but if we don't, oh well. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, we have Gronalund, who is already planning a large-scale investment for 2024, uh, this, ha- I'm pretty sure they had submitted the plans and it was declined, but they are appealing it. And from the concept art, we see if this does happen, it looks very similar to Lek Coaster at Legendia in Poland. And, uh, I know that definitely looks like one of the best Vacomas to me. If we end up with that at Gronalund, that will just skyrocket it even more for me as far as like a bucket list park, because I mean, they've got monster. And now this, and also Twister. So it, if they get this, that will really push them to the next level for me, I think, as far as how much of a bucket list park this is. Yeah, that park is already just like super intriguing to me because it's the literal like RCT park, just building layers on top of one another and cramming a ride in here. So it's already fascinating. But if they're going to get like a Vacoma, especially if it's like like, even if it's like one of the new Tacoma Top Guns or something like that, that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it also looks like this is a true expansion of the park. They're not going to cram this in with everything else. They're actually going to build a new part to the park. So, And then I'm they'll cram is, on top of that. And then they're going to cram on top of that, yeah. So I'm very much looking forward to seeing how this all plays out. We'll definitely be keeping an eye on this, and we'll – Hopefully in 2024, we're doing an episode where we're talking about trying to go ride whatever this is. Hopefully. Well, we'll see if they are able to actually get uh, approved for this. I hope so. And I, most of the time, it seems like when places like this appeal, uh, they end up getting what they want. We've seen that quite a bit. So I think there's a good shot. But yeah, uh, hopefully we can see that. Um, okay, next is something that I don't think we were really expecting. And that is that Possessed at Dorney Park is operating again. Uh, this might be its last year. We'll, we'll see if they <laughs> end up building the Gravity Group or not. But yeah, I mean, we had seen that the trains were off the track in the past. It looked completely dormant. But yeah, no, it's operating now, which makes me happy. It's a plus one that I wasn't expecting for this year. Uh, but that's happening. There's that. Yep. Still, uh, it's a fun ride. I remember riding it in 2018. I was. I'll be happy if I get to ride it again. If not, okay, it was fun. Got the credit. My one recommendation to you when you do ride it, ride in the back. Okay, I, I got you. Thank you. But yeah, um, so that's that's still there. 
hopefully we'll get uh switchback part two but electric boogaloo yes um okay also steel curtain is open (laughs) it's open it's alive i can't believe it we were it's on one this- train with five minute dispatches, but it's open. It's open. I was this close to giving Kenny with the axe on a trip, and then it's like it's open. It's like, okay, now I really have to go because it's open. So yeah. that will be the uh head to it first ride. Get the first few rides of the day and then don't come back ride for the trip, I think. It's gonna be go bride it. I'll hit Jack Rabbit up. Not yeah, Jack Rabbit up since I'm right there. And then run over, grab Thunderbolt, and Marathon Phantom. That's going to be my day at Kennywood. I mean, I got to get all the credits, but I'm definitely going to Steel Curtain first because uh, Ops ain't looking good right now. They're only on one. The line's been like two and a half hours lately, so I'm trying to get the first few rides of the day and then go ride Phantom. Um, But yeah, it is open, which... Finally, (laughs) here's a question for listeners, because I want to know, because I'm probably only going to get one or two rides on it. Is it a front or a back row coaster? So if you're Kennywood, you know, Kennywood, you've ridden it. Hit me up on Instagram or Twitter. I want to know because I'm probably only going to ride it once or twice and I want to make it a good ride. Mm -hmm. We'll see how many people have actually ridden it since it only operated like one season so far. Uh, it pulled like a light. It pulled off full on lightning rod. It opened super late in 2019 and it ran for a couple months and broke down and ran a couple of weeks, broke down. And it just didn't open at all mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. But I, I'm yeah. happy it's open. I can't wait to get the credit and ride that. Me a couple too. Times. Um, next is something that literally blindsided us today. We were not expecting whatsoever. And this makes me somewhat jealous, but somewhat excited at the same time, and that is Fun Spot Atlanta is going to be building an RMC roller coaster in 2022. Now, this uh, my guess is a Raptor could be a family uh, one, but my guess is still a Raptor. Um, this makes me somewhat jealous because I have two Fun Spots near me. Neither of them have an RMC. I like I love Mind Blower. I like White Lightning, uh, but. I, I'd like a Raptor even more, even even as somebody who thinks they're overrated. I'd take a Raptor in Orlando, um, but th- this does make me excited for the future because maybe we do get a Raptor some at some point. That that would be mm-hmm. awesome. I, I'd so take here. Here's Fun Spot America Atlanta's tweet. I said that we're partnering with Rocky Mountain Construction on the next big thing for Atlanta. In fact, it's so big you'll say it's huge. T-Rex. So that, I highly doubt it. Um, So, and here, um, okay, I'm going to just read their webpage because Unique RMC, so, okay, Unique RMC Coaster adds huge thrill for Fun Spot Atlanta fans. Partnering with Rocky Mountain Construction on the next big thing and uh, blah, blah, blah. New roller coaster design process is underway and scheduled to debut in 2022. Roller coaster enthusiasts and theme parks lovers will soon be buzzing about the impact this partnership will have on the Atlanta area. Hold on tight because this will be fun. Spot America's largest roller coaster investment ever. First of new mini marquee attractions to come to Fun Spot Atlanta. Um, blah, blah, blah. I'm seeing if it says anything about like what type i i doubt it uh <laughs> it doesn't say what type of ride but everything there says not family coaster it says raptor yep uh so 
as far as unique, that can be taken pretty much one of two ways. In one hand, you could think this is going to be a unique layout um, Raptor or even Family Coaster. And on the other hand, they could mean unique to the Atlanta area. So Raptor. Yeah. So my, there, I'm going to add one more possibility. So it might not be like it could be a completely custom layout. It could be unique to the Atlanta area, just a clone of Stump Pilot, or it could be that new, um, like the new, like clonable version of the Raptor RMC, like secretly dropped on their website. It could be the first edition of that layout. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it could be. This is going to be awesome. I still haven't been to that park because they were closed when John, Mike, and I drove the 45 minutes to try to ride the credits there. So I guess I'll be going back next summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one other thing to note is apparently they want to theme it with a local Atlanta sports organization. Uh, Come on, so that give me my off. Braves roller coaster. Give me my Acuna home run derby roller coaster, please. Make it Falcons theme so uh, I can make fun of it plenty. Twenty eight three. I mean, I would make fun of it too, but if it was Braves themed, I would like shame you if you made fun of it because they're the Braves and they're my favorite team. Uh, we'll see what happens with it, but I'm. I'm like, have you seen this? Oh boy! I'm switching it out on my car. This I'm just gonna go on the front of my car. <laughs> nice. It's it, it's a Go Braves license plate. Um, 1991. Because yeah, okay. But Sorry, yeah, Braves this moment. is uh, this is exciting because I mean it's only one state over for me. I'll be sure to go back when it opens. And one state for me too. It means I could have some rmcs right down the road for me at some point so who knows but yeah that was the complete random news of literally today aren't we glad we recorded on a tuesday instead of a monday because we would have had to we wait a like a week full, late no two weeks late because of the oh, yeah. challenge <laughs> um glad we recorded on a two so yeah that's that mm-hmm. now this next thing cedar point i got a bone to pick with you I got a real big bone to pick with you. If you somehow missed it, Cedar Point made a lot of people mad. <laughs> Including us. Yep. Uh, it directly affects us. So Yeah. So cool. Cedar Point was like, hey, we're going to be closed on Tuesdays and Wednesdays in June. Guess what days of the week Chris and I were going to go to Cedar Point. I'm hmm. still going on Thursday, but <laughs> you're still going on Thursday. Yes, yeah, my so, dad uh, and I have had to kind of reroute our trip, but to Cedar Point, I say, I can't say that on the podcast. So, um, yeah, Cedar Point, I don't like you right now. I'm still going to go to your park because I got fast lanes I need to use. But if I didn't have those fast lanes I need to use, I wouldn't be going there this year. Yeah, so Cedar Point randomly dropped that, which you know it it's staffing. We're- it's staffing it's so very obvious that that's the problem but then their response to the situation was not very good uh it it just wasn't handled well at all and it's a mm-hmm. real shame they they didn't do a very good job here but it it's if you want to read much do about it yeah if you want to read all the antics go check out andrew hyde's twitter yep. feed he's done a great job as he always does covering everything so Mm-hmm. With um, that being said, yeah. it's time for trip announcements again because we have new stuff. So, for my dad and I on our epic roller coaster road trip from Hollywood Nights to El Stumble in Virginia, 
we have decided to axe Kings Island off the schedule. And of course, Cedar Point decided to axe themselves off the schedule. So instead, we will be going from Keys to the Kingdom to Six Flags Great America. It'll be both of our first times at Chicago in Chicago's park. Um, it'll be my first time actually really in Chicago. So looking forward to that. But we're going to go get some credits there. And then we'll be heading over to Kennywood and picking up with our trip just like we had planned. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's a little less exciting. But uh, so now what I'm doing, I'm still going to Kings Island on the 7th. And then I'm just visiting some family on the 8th and then going to Kings Island on the 9th. And then I will be at Cedar Point on the 10th and my trip will resume as originally planned. Thanks, Cedar Point, uh, for doing this. I'll just have two days with Orion now instead of one, which whatever. But yeah. Onion. That, that is right. Two days of onion for me. Should, we should see if we can find like a really like funny onion t-shirt and just have you wear it one day and just take pictures. Oh, we're not going to be at any of the Ohio parks together now, which means oh, like, we, we can make the Ohio shirt. Wait, no, okay, no, you can just make them and we will wear them on the next trip we're doing, which we can finally announce because you f- we finally know it's happening. Yep. So, um, and that is Chris is going to be joining me on my yearly trip to Michigan, which means he's going to Michigan's adventure for the first time. Mm-hmm. Get some CCI goodness and a whole bunch of garbage. Um, yeah. Also a hamster wheel thing. <laughs> also hamster wheel. I Everyone's always like, oh, Michigan's adventure just has shivering timbers. I was like, they have seven credits, people. That's not like a tiny number. Um, in the world of credit hunting, so will their kitty coaster be open by then? It should be. It should be. They that haven't opened for the season yet, have they? No, they open. No, they should. I honestly don't know. There, are, there are no enthusiasts that go to that park except for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, I can't wait to. Yeah, that's I cannot. Happening. I cannot wait to watch a reaction on Shivering Timbers. We're going second to back row for your first ride. It's phenomenal. I can't wait. So we're doing that. And then on our way home, the plan is to hit up Cedar Point so we can use our fast lanes. Mm-hmm. Also, so I can ride Millennium Force because I missed that ride. Mm-hmm. And so I can just send pictures to people that think it's not good. Cough, cough. You know who you are. Um, so, yeah. That is the updated trip plans. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I, I, I'm i coming to Michigan to ride one good ride. <laughs> You're coming hey. to Michigan to ride the one good ride, and then we're going to get up to some other stuff. But, yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, I think that's it for news trip plan rambling, Um. which means we are on to a new ride of the week. It's one you've been asking for. <laughs> yes, and I have that been is... wing coasters. Mm-hmm. So we have been putting off wing coasters for a long time because every it's like we want to wait till one of us had ridden X Flight. So I'm finally going to get to ride X Flight, and by the time we get to the end of this ride of the week, I will have ridden it. So for now, it's not going to be on the wheel. It will just be between Wild Eagle, Thunderbird, and Gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. X-Flight will probably be the last one we do. Yes. With that okay. being said, do we have a wheel? Yes, we do. And it is spinning right now. I hope we get the crappy one to start with. And it is Thunderbird to start. Oh, we got to start with the good one. Yeah. <laughs> well... 
Best wing coaster end of discussion. Thanks for coming to Ride of the Week, folks. All right, that'll do it. So on to listener questions. No. Okay, Thunderbird uh, is freaking sick. It literally is. Like, we're not, not, we're not joking when we say it's the best wing coaster. It's so um, good. Uh, you can okay. See. I have always had a soft spot for this ride. Since I wrote it for the first time in 2019, I was like, I'm in love with this ride. And it's been in my top 20 ever since then. It's the second highest ranked B&M in my rankings. Um, only behind Fury. No, sorry, Mako's up there now too. I forget that ride exists sometimes. Um, it's fantastic though. The launch is just amazing. And then you just fly into that massive Immelman and you hit the loop and the loop is just awesome. There's those two great turns full of positives. You do the roll, you do the zero G roll, get the little twisty pop of airtime. Near misses in the barn. If you're sitting on the left side of the train, you can just run your hand out and run it through the grass if they haven't mowed. And then you get the awesome just barn like roll through, which is just so fantastic. It's one of the most beautiful coasters. It's one of the most rewritable coasters. It's become tradition for me at Hollywood Nights to spend a good hour just camped out in the back row of that thing because I love it so, so much. I've also... Here's a fun story. That is actually the ride where I met John Mike because he sat down. He was like, is anyone riding next to you? And he sat down next to me and we rode Thunderbird together for an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, it, it is just so, so good. It destroys all of the other wings in pretty much every way possible. The launch has amazing kick. And then there's just great positives. Whip a little bit of airtime throughout. You've got the near misses at the end, which are awesome with the slow roll. It has a fantastic setting. I love the little bits of theming around the area. It's in the interaction with Voyage. It, I mean, it, it doesn't it's really perfect. do anything it, wrong. It's the yeah. perfect being a wing coaster. The only thing it could do better is be a little bit longer in yep. length. But honestly, even then, I don't know what else they could add to that ride to make it better. The color scheme is really cool, too. The color scheme is amazing. The only, okay, so you said the only thing like if you compare it to the other wings, the only category for me it loses to another wing coaster on is its setting. And that's because I think Eagle has the best setting for a wing coaster. But Eagle also it. does have better airtime with the drop, but yeah. But if, if you just ask me, I think Eagle wins the setting category because it's literally built on top of a mountain in the Smokies, mm-hmm. but everything else Thunderbird wins. Yeah. So, Thunderbird, uh, if you couldn't tell, we're big fans, and we will be riding that in like a couple weeks. So, I'm very, 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 very excited. Back I am row. Too. See, so okay, I usually end up in back row, right side, inside seat. That's my seat. Mm-hmm. That's what. Yep, yeah, that's my seat. I'll be there this time. All right. So that was ride of the week. Next week it will be either Wild Eagle or Gatekeeper, and the next flight will come later on. Now we have your guys' questions. I, it won't be next week. There won't be a ride of the week next week because of GP Challenge. Oh, but yep. That's right. The, the next week. The next week. <laughs> yes. Okay. Listen to your questions. Let's get into it. So our first question is from Klaus. He says, what are your best tips for avoiding long lines at theme parks? The first one that I will say is, if you have money, fast lane. Uh... But obviously not everybody can do that all the time. 
best overall piece of advice for avoiding it, in my opinion, is if you can go on a weekday, go on mm-hmm. a weekday. Yes. If you have to go on a weekend and you're going to a park that's notoriously busy, especially over the summer, fast lanes are your way to go. Yep. The other bits of advice talk to the locals talk to the person that's at their home park and they go every weekend they're gonna know the way to move through the park that's gonna get you on everything as fast as possible Mm -hmm. um if you're ever coming to dollywood and you need to know how to get through dollywood in under two hours hit me up because i can get you through that park in under two hours um because it but it's just one of those things it's like where are the crowds going okay they're gonna go towards these rides first and so sometimes it's better to try to be the first one and get those rides out of the way. Other times it's better to go and hit the rides that don't attract people fast and get those out of the way. Mm-hmm. And I think it, rambling, it comes down to the park you're trying to attack. Yep. And find, oh, in a lot of cases, you find stuff that's the lowest capacity and is known for getting long lines and either try to do that early or go get what you really want to prioritize done first and just be willing to wait for a couple things. Like, I mean, at Hershey, you already know Laugh Track is going to get a long line. So you can either, A, go get Laugh Track out of the way if you care a ton about the credit, or B, go ride Candemonium or Skyrush if you care so much about, you know, like you you want to prioritize those two, which is what I would do. And then you can be willing to wait for Laugh Track later on. That's really the way to hit it. But... Mm-hmm. Yeah, anything with low capacity, if you're just trying to get all the credits, hit those first, for sure. Or the stuff other... that's closer to the front of the park, Yeah, in a lot of cases. So, in like using Dollywood as an example, front of the park, Lightning Rod is always going to get a stupid, a stupid long line fast. So what I tell people is avoid that temptation, go get Dragonflyer and Whistlepunk out of the way fast before all the families get there, try to get Fire Chaser out of the way fast. Then you do Thunderhead, Mine, Eagle, and Tornado. And then by that point, you're at like, if the park opens at 10, you're sitting at like 1145. The first wave of Lightning Rod guests will have made it out of that area of the park everywhere else. You run down there and you grab Lightning Rod while it's at a low time. So it's kind of like, you have to play. It's like, don't go maybe where all the crowds go and go grab the other stuff. Um, Also, in the summer, lines are unavoidable. So mm-hmm. if you can do multiple days at a park, especially a larger park, I'd say if they have over 10 credits, multiple days is probably worth it. Yeah, I agree. I, one thing for me I know with Florida is that we it seems to me we get out a little bit earlier than a lot of places up north, mainly because of snow days. So a lot of times on my summer trips, I get to parks before schools are out, and that mm-hmm. helps. Uh, so if, if you can plan your trip to be a little bit earlier than a lot of places get out of school for the summer that will help a ton yeah that's the same thing with tennessee this year has been weird for me but usually that first two weeks of june is like a goldilocks trip zone because most of your northern schools are still in session Mm -hmm. until like the second week of june so you can plow through a lot of that and that's With the exception of California, we've done every major road trip in the first two weeks of June. Yeah. Yeah, that that always helps because you're still at that point in the season where everything is going to be operational. You're at a point where there will still be some crowds on weekends mainly. They'll have everything operating, but you aren't going to deal with 
mid July crowds, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I think okay, one more thing, and then we'll move on because this could this could be a whole episode. And again, this comes down to park things too. This year is gonna be different because there are so many people that didn't go to parks last yep. year that they're going this year. This is not going to be a great year for like going to a park and getting a ton of rerides. So know that walking in. Mm-hmm. This is not it's this is not going to be the year of marathons. This is going to be the year of waiting in line. But honestly, you have to remind yourself, every person waiting in that line paid somehow to get into that park, which is good for these parks which need it. Yep. So that's All right. Yeah. So thank you for the question, Klaus. You always have a good one for us every single week. Um, Another person that always has a good question for us. I'm going to butcher the name. I'm going to butcher it. You got it. Kyle? I think so. I think I got it. If I got it wrong, I'm sorry. I I swear Um, I always get confused what's the right way and the wrong way. (laughs) I think about it too much. I'm pretty sure that's right. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Chris and I are probably both jealous of your name because it's like super interesting and like unique. So um, it's awesome. One of these days I will like memorize how to say it. And then, I'm, I'm pretty sure you got it. Pretty sure I got it. But anyways, it is one piece of advice you would give to someone who has never been to a coaster event. This one's this on one you. falls entirely to me, right? Yep. Uh, okay. It depend- okay, I hate saying it, but it's going to depend on the event you're going to as well. Because there's a difference in like my Ace Southeast event at Carowinds where there's like 40 of us and we can literally sit on Fury and not have to move seats for an hour if we want during our ERT. And Hollywood Nights where there's a thousand people and every single one of them wants to ride the voyage as much as possible. Mm-hmm. So the big thing I will say Coaster events are fantastic. They get 10 times better when you start talking to people you've never met before. That would be that is my one piece of advice. And this is going to sound like such a school like counselor thing to say, but go into that place and tell yourself I'm going to make a new friend this weekend and do it because there are so many people there that you've never met before who love the exact same thing you do. Do it. That's mm. how John Mike and I met. It's like, let's, let's ride Thunderbird together. And here we are. Now we text daily. Um, Chris and I, I mean, Chris and I are kind of similar. We ran into a park. It wasn't an event, but that's how we met. And here we are. But meet people. The other thing to do, don't, unless it's like a smaller event, don't make that your, um, don't make that like your first visit to a park. And I say that with like a park. Hollywood Nights is different because that's probably that's, that's different. But I would say don't go to Kentucky Kingdom for your first time during Keys to the Kingdom. Don't go to King's Island for the first time during Coaster Stock. Don't go to Cedar Point during Coaster Mania. If that's how it has to be, do it. But try to go once on your own without the event. Because the event, what so often happens is you find yourself so busy talking to people and just riding the couple rides, you run out of time to do everything. So mm-hmm. that's key, Keys to the Kingdom last year. I rode Storm Chaser three times, Lightning Run twice, Kentucky Flyer once, and uh, Deepwater Dive. That was all I rode. Mm-hmm. So, luck, like, 
Well, you got to remember though, I was doing a lot of talking and yeah. like taking pictures. If you want to run the credits, you can run the credits. But when it comes down to enthusiast events, I guess my have fun. Mm. Um, I it's a, like I know you kind of know what you're walking into with Hollywood Nights, but I think don't really think your parents realize what they're walking into I with Hollywood them. Nights. I've won. <laughs> um, because. The best way I can describe Hollywood Nights is the mecca of coaster enthusiasm. It's like you must make a pilgrimage to ride the voyage at night one time. There's my bad pun for the day. Um, so it's like it's literally like the mecca of coaster enthusiasm. You have to get there at least once in your life. Yeah. So that being said, Hollywood Nights is in like a week and a half, folks. We'll get hyped. Yeah, I'm excited. We'll see how it goes. But, uh, as always, Mikhail, thank you for the question. This one is from someone. I have no idea who this is. Michael Corbett. It must be a new listener or something. Maybe, but they, they say, if you had a time machine, which roller coaster, defunct or not, would you want to go back and be on the first train? I think I've got a couple different answers. The first one is just purely so I could flex on everybody, and that's Ring Racer. <laughs> that's a good one i mean who else has written it i don't know anybody who's written it nope i don't know one who's written that um that would be like an ultimate flex i've got the credit um yeah okay i'll give you two i'll give you like the flex one and then i'll give you the nostalgia one the flex would be um probably son of beast so just imagine having been on that first train of Son of Beast. Because apparently for like the first weekend, it was actually smooth. Yeah. Um. Actually, okay, I'm going to take that one. No, I'm going to take that one back. The ultimate flex. First train of Crystal Beach Cyclone. Yeah, that's one. Moonsault Scramble, too. <laughs> Moonsault Scramble. Oh, okay. okay. I have one that's purely just because I want to ride it really bad. That's Eagle's Fortress. Big Bad Wolf. I mean, you, you could go on there. You could volcano, hypersonic, track and fire. Oh, yeah. There's okay. My pure nostalgia one, which would make a ton of people jealous, though. Like, everyone would be like, oh, that's so cool. Millennium Force. Yeah. They, that would definitely be one. And Dragster would be probably very similar, too. Or Steel Vengeance. Any of, like, the big Cedar Point rides, I think. But for me, personally, I would pick Millennium Force. Mm-hmm. I, I probably agree that that would be the one that I would pick as well. I, I think, I mean, Magnum would be cool. X2. Oh, that would be sweet. Magnum, just like, just one of my favorite stories that's ever been told to me is Anne Irvine telling me the story of like the first time she saw Magnum. And it's like, it's like you just drive across that causeway and it's the tallest thing out there, which is just like scary to think about now that Magnum being the tallest ride at yeah. that park, but mm -hmm. it's just looming over the trees. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's a ton of good options for this one. Steel curtain. So you could actually get the credit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here, here's one. Iron Gwazi's construction trains <laughs> with, with, with the, uh, with, with the Fred construction Grubb. workers yep. to think I was there. Like the one day anybody got to actually ride that ride. Mm hmm. I watched people ride it and whatever. Uh, this is where I get angry again. Let's move on. 
so yeah, there's a there's a long rambling answer, but I'd say Crystal Beach Cyclone and Millennium Force for me. Yeah, I'd say uh, I'd say Ring Racer is the be- be- biggest one for me. Yeah, I yeah that one's that would be the so, ultimate flex. Thank it's you, like, Michael. I really bring whoever you are. Yeah, whoever that is. I'm sure you're beautiful. Um, and last question that's going to turn into our second half of the show is will the addition of Jersey devil or with, sorry, with the addition of Jersey devil, will great adventure have the best one to punch? No. Yeah. Okay. Let we'll segue. So for the second half of today's show, Grant gave us this question and we decided we would do what we believe to be the top 10 one, two punches in the nation that at least one of us has been to this park and rode these rides. Now, we have to have a clarification. A park like Cedar Point or a Great Adventure or Magic Mountain is not going to be on this list because they have more than two rides that are on the same level about. We were looking at strictly parks with two roller coasters that are levels above everything else in the park. Um, so yeah. We have our top 10. This is like a conjoined list. Me and Jack kind of agreed on everything here. So uh, let's get into it. So coming in at the number 10 spot is Six Flags St. Louis. And the two rides we would say here that are better are Mr. Freeze and The Boss. Yep. I mean, they they have other uh, good rides. They have a good Batman. They have a good American Thunder. But, which I haven't ridden. But... Uh, boss it, it, and Mr. Freeze, yeah. they're you, above the rest. When you look at that park, it's like, for me, when I think about Six Flags St. Louis, I think about riding the boss and Mr. Freeze. American yep. Thunder was good, but it's just not, you can't lay a finger on boss or freeze. Yeah. But uh, Mr. Freeze, very intense, short, fun ride. And then boss is just this crazy, powerful, massive wooden coaster out in the back of the park that, you know that that those are two very 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 good rides right there. Boss is a ride I very much want a night ride on. One day. All right. At number nine is a park that only Jack has been to, and that is Canada's Wonderland. So clarifying on this one, I went before uh, Yukon Striker, so this probably would get like marked out now. But when I went, it was Behemoth and Leviathan. The only other ride at that park you could make an argument for being really good is Vortex, which is their clone of the Bat from King's Island. However, it's not a B&M like Hyper or Giga, so therefore everything else at that park is actual garbage. So, mm. I know both of them look fantastic to me, Leviathan and Behemoth. I haven't been yet, but I could definitely see it being one of my favorite ones who punches uh, in North America. Mm. For sure. So number eight is a park we've, well, I say just, it's been like three months now. The park we went to earlier this year, it was SeaWorld San Antonio. Yeah. We were debating on this one, but I think it comes down to there are two rides at that park that are really memorable and they're both really good at what they do. Mm -hmm. Um, And those are Texas Stingray and Steel Eel. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Steel Eel is my favorite Morgan so far. Haven't done Phantom yet, but it is just a very violent ride. You will be enlightened soon. Yes, I, I'm ready. But it's not like getting a new credit. It's enlightenment. 
Yeah, I'm excited for it. But Steel Eel, it is a violent, violent ride. It just throws you up as hard as it can and then brings you back down just as hard. Uh, So does it hurt? Yeah. But is it awesome? Yeah. And then Stingray is a ride that you just love. The more you ride it, it warmed up throughout the day, and we ended up riding it a ton. A lot of laterals, airtime. It's just like a more compact Mystic Timbers, really. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a more compact and twisty Mystic Timbers, which I really yeah. liked. So, okay, next one. This is I'll let you. This is yours because this one, yeah, yeah. Number seven, we have Bush Gardens Tampa. We both agree that Kumba and Mansu are levels ahead of the other rides in the park, even though they do have you know a good overall collection. Mansu is my favorite invert. The thing has just been flying this year. It's full of amazing positives to the whole layout. The Batwing's awesome. It's got, it, it feels very long compared to most other inverts. And then Kumba is just a classic with one of the most whippy inversions there is and crazy positives throughout the whole thing. Good terrain usage and it just fits really well in its area. So BGT at number seven, Monsu and Kumba are amazing. Yeah. BGT, one of the, like, once we talked about more, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Um, the big, so the reason we ranked it at number seven, because Montu Montu and Kumba are great. The reason we put that at seven is because when you essentially look at Montu and Kumba, they are the exact same ride. Just one, you're over the track and one, you're under the track. Yeah, and so because of that. I mean, they're really good, but they're not diverse enough to rank higher, which is, Mm -hmm. I think, what you'll start seeing with a lot of these other ones. Yep. So, and then coming in at number six is a park I have only been to. That would be California's Great America with Railblazer and Gold Striker. I'm sure Mike is going to love this one. Yeah, of course. I mean, Mike loves CGA. Yeah, so Gold Striker is still, in my opinion, the best ground-up GCI. It's got the best mix of airtime and, like, laterals and turns. Um, So I love Gold Striker. And then Railblazer is my favorite Raptor that I have ridden so far because it's slightly less intense and slightly more enjoyable than Wonder Woman. Plus, it has rock work and is prettier. Mm -hmm. Uh, I haven't been there yet, but Gold Striker looks like one of the best GCIs. Railblazer, I don't think I will think super high of it since, you know, it's it's another Raptor. I'm not a huge fan, but uh, it, it looks like a very great park. And Gold Striker has been up on my list for a while of rides I want to ride. So CGA at six makes a lot of sense. Number five is something that I would definitely put higher, but we got to even it out because of, you know, it's for both of us. And that's King's Dominion. Uh, Twisted Timbers and I-305 are both in my top 10. Not as much for Jack, but this is one of the best. Twisted Timbers is in the 20s range, and I-305 is not that high because headache, but riding it again in like two, no, three and a half weeks, so. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Twisted Timbers is one of my favorite RMCs, and I-305 is just a crazy intense ride. I love both of them, and I would put it a little bit higher on this list if it was just me, but this is where it is. Mm-hmm. So, number four is a one-two punch that... Chris has been to this park, but he's only done one of the rides, so it's hard to... Yeah. 
uh, it's Carowinds with Fury and Copperhead. Mm-hmm. Okay, before you start fighting me, y'all need to remember I don't really like Afterburn is just me, Intimidator is just me, and everything else in that park is me, me, me. Fair. I mean, okay, yeah. Carolina Cyclone. The only exception to that. Yeah. So, uh, Fury obviously is Fury. And then Copperhead, I haven't done yet. If you put either Intimidator or Afterburn in Copperhead Strike for me, it it would like probably still be around the same range. I mean, I like both rides, but they're definitely not like anything super special. I do like Carolina Cyclone, but uh, yeah, Fury by itself gets this up pretty high. Mm hmm. And then you just add Copperhead, which is the best mix of positives and negatives on a roller coaster, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe we'll get to ride that this year. Number three, Kentucky Kingdom. Uh, We will be at this park very, very soon. Lightning Run and Storm Chaser. Storm Chaser, I've heard, is running better this year. And then we are just... And we're suckers for Lightning Run because that drop is addicting. Yes, Lightning Run is very, very good. Storm Chaser right now is my least favorite RMC, but it's still an RMC. We'll see how it runs Do this year. you have year. it ranked under Wonder up. Woman? Uh, I, I mean, I box the toppers, not counting the Raptors. My bad. But yeah, I, I really do enjoy both rides. I think Lightning Run's a little bit better. This, I think three is a solid spot for Kentucky Kingdom. Yeah, and when you hear our top two, it's going to be hard to justify moving it any higher because number two is Silver Dollar City with the one-two combo of Time Traveler and Outlaw Run. Mm-hmm. Both of these, Outlaw Run is Chris's number one. It's in my top ten. I think it's Outlaw sitting Run. at six. No, Time Traveler. Mm. Yes. Is your number one? It's in, I think it's sitting at six for me, and then Outlaw Run is at like 14 for me. Yep, LR Run is just outside my top 20. So, they are both amazing. Time Traveler, I mean, I don't even need to say anything about Time Traveler. You already know. And then Outlaw Run is just an amazing uh, use of terrain with fantastic airtime and a great theme as well. So, I mean, it's hard to beat those two. And only one Mm -hmm. park, in our opinion, was able to do that. And that is Holiday World. Uh, We were just talking about Thunderbird, and that's good (laughs) enough. But the real star of the show is Voyage. Yep. So Voyage and Thunderbird are two of it's the highest one two ranked combo because Voyage is at four and Thunderbird's at fifteen. So when you average that out, it's higher than any of the other ones. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a phenomenal one two punch. Like Voyage gives you some of the best airtime and lengths you're gonna get. And then Thunderbirds got the great inversions with a little airtime. And some, it's just between those two, that park is perfect. I could go to that park and ride nothing else and be content. Yeah. Voyage is a top 10 ride for me. Thunderbird is just outside of the top 20. Uh, they are both amazing rides. And I can't wait to get to Hollywood Nights in just a few weeks. Oh, yeah. Because you, th- you think you like Voyage now. Once you ride it trimless mm-hmm. in the pitch black. Oh. And they've retracted it. And they've retracted it. Yeah. If only we could get that seventh car back. I wish. But yeah, so uh, that is our top ten one-two punches in North America that we have been to. Um, We'd be interested to hear yours. Let us know whether that's just in comments or through Discord or whatever. But yeah, thank you to Grant for the idea for this segment. This is the second time we've taken a basic question and turned it into an entire segment. 
Uh, mm-hmm. So shout so, out yeah. to the listeners. Yeah, ask your yeah, at the, ask your questions in the Discord. Who knows? We might do a whole half a show on it. You never know. But yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah, so coming up next week is GP Challenge. Week after that, we will probably be doing a live episode from uh, Keys to the Kingdom. So fun stuff coming up. If you want to keep up to date, one, join the Discord because that's where all of our news breaks first. But two, follow us on social media. You can follow us on Twitter at Thrilling. Or, I'm just going to start plugging myself at Twisted Traveler, but the R at the end is a one. Instagram is at Twisted underscore Traveler. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Thrilling Moment. And Chris? On Instagram, at Twisted Travelers. Chris, we appreciate you guys listening, and we will see you next week for GP Challenge. Bye-bye. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Twisted Travelers Podcast.